It's Amy's Table, a girl's guide to living with Amy Tobin on Q102. Pull up a chair and join us. In a world filled with beige interiors, Morocco is the perfect antidote. With its saturated color, intricate patterns, and striking architecture, if anybody wants to add a little of Morocco's spicy design into their own home, Miriam Montague, the personality behind the award-winning blog My Marrakesh, explains how to do so in her book, Marrakesh by Design. And she's joining us today on Amy's Table. Hi, Miriam. Hi. What a... Well, first of all, it's a book, but it's a book of inspiration in my mind. It is just stunning. But you have to give us the backstory. How did you end up in Morocco? How did you fall in love with it? How did you get there? Well, you know, I was living in Namibia because I do humanitarian work, and I got a call asking me if I'd like to move to Morocco. And my husband and I looked at each other and we said, you know what, let's go. <laughs> we had never been there, but as soon as we landed, we knew that we had made the right choice because it's really a place that's bursting with this kind of gorgeous madness, you know, so much color, so much pattern, so much life. The souks are just overflowing with beautiful things and so after we spent a few years there we decided that we really wanted to settle down a little bit more permanently so we moved to Marrakesh and we designed and built and decorated our own house and guest house which is just amazing in fact there's pictures of it in the book but there's also a feature on it from El Decor magazine that is just like I want to come to your house well you'll have to <laughs> it's so beautiful for for people who aren't familiar kind of give a little Marrakesh design or Morocco design 101 what's the style really look like well, you know, Morocco has such an iconic look to it, and it's the sort of thing that you know when you see a Moroccan lantern that it's it's just that. It's really about this very striking architecture. The, the city of Marrakesh is a thousand years old, so we're talking arches for as far as the eye can see, beautiful mosaic tiling, um, in a very Mediterranean mix filled with gardens and roses and palm trees. The the architecture of the houses is so special because most of it revolves around the courtyard house. So you walk through a small door, which can look very plain from the outside, and down a small corridor, and then it opens up into a courtyard with a fountain and gardens. That's the typical architecture. And it's just a very, very special, a very special place. I think it does the reverse of what we do in our own city living, right? If all of us could live in a courtyard house right smack in the middle of the city, I think oh, we'd be a lot happier. I know we would be, definitely. Now, does the average uh, Moroccan be able to have that kind of interior um outdoor space or is it for only the very wealthy or no actually most urban architecture is organized this way wow. um, 
So this, you know, all of the major imperial cities had had special building codes that stipulated that you really needed to have this kind of garden space. Wow. So, and houses go back hundreds and hundreds of years and are passed down through their families. How forward thinking is that? Oh, and and also really? it's architecture for the person. You know, that makes so much sense, designing for the well-being of the person. Absolutely. And it was also really a reminder for you to look up and see the sky and maybe know that you were part of a little something that was just bigger than yourself. So there's a real spiritual purpose also behind this kind of architecture. Oh, I love that. Well, you know, know, many of us, it would be just crazy or difficult or not appropriate with our current home to, to flood it with the Moroccan style, but you could add little touches, and I think it's so romantic and could also be very eclectic in almost any decor. And you give a lot of DIY ideas, which I love, like making a coffee table out of a Moroccan window. But I first have to ask you, where will we get the Moroccan window? Well, that's a little bit tricky, but, you know, I think it's really the concept that we should be reusing and repurposing things that we find, mm-hmm. um, and I know that when I am thrifting here in flea markets in the U.S., I'm always coming across beautiful old elements, you know, old signs, old windows, doors, those are such perfect elements to add a really unique piece to your house. So I think that we can just learn a little Moroccan lesson here. Um, But also, none of us want to have a theme room. So in my book, I really try to lay out some practical tips for for adding a dash of color and a dose of pattern to your interiors. Moroccan design is really a happy design, you know. It is, it understands the importance of of color, and I think it's just like a little mini vacation in your own home. It's a reminder of a faraway, exotic, and beautiful place. Well, you know, a perfect place to add it would be to the bedroom, and you tell the tips about how to do a bed Moroccan style, which is just beautiful. Absolutely. I mean, we're really talking about texture and coziness and comfort. You know, a a beautiful, thick pile rug on your floor, and you can create a kind of fun souk feel, even with the carpets that you have in your own home, by layering them on top of one another to, to kind of develop a little cozy patchwork and cushions, blankets, throws. You know, you really feel like you're in your own little Moroccan retreat. Which is awesome. If you're just joining us, we're speaking with Miriam Montague, and she's got her book, Marrakesh by Design. It's a companion to her blog, and just beautiful. We've talked about adding a little style. I love that you tell also how to make all-natural Moroccan-inspired furniture polish, but I am a spa girl, so I am drawn, of course, to your homemade spa techniques. And I have to tell you, I didn't know know the phrase, and I'm probably going to say it wrong, is it hammam, hammam? Hammam. Hammam. I looked it up, and do you know that's becoming a trend now in the U.S.? Absolutely. Awesome. You know, I think that it's that little indulgence that goes back hundreds and hundreds of years where you really treat yourself weekly to a lovely steam bath and scrub and people are very into skin products and they make their own it's it's very much an organic culture and so just inspired by that and living in my own olive grove in marrakesh i have so much fun whipping together 
you know, little goodies for my hair and my face and my skin. Mm -hmm. The most basic products that you can find in your own kitchen. Oh, definitely. I'm looking at this hair mask and it's basically olive oil and eggs or, you know, there's an olive oil facial mask and just really neat stuff. Well, it's one of those things. It's like a cookbook almost in that you flip through it. You might not make every recipe, but it inspires you and it's just a feast for your eyes. It's called Marrakesh by Design and you can find more, of course, at, at, uh, Merriam's website, which is uh, MoroccanMerriam.com. Am I correct? That's right. And I'll, of course, put it's a link more, on... It's just a little bit easier, just www.MyMarrakesh.com, and that's with an S. Perfect. Marrakesh. And I'll put all those links on Amy'sTable.com as well. But Merriam, it was great to talk to you. I feel like I'm going to go do something out of this book. I don't know what yet, but well, I, I'm very inspired. Thank you. And I hope maybe we'll see you in Morocco. Yeah, there you go. It's not so far away. <laughs> That would be an awesome trip. It really would. Well, continue to su- success to you, and thanks for joining us thanks on Amy's Table. Thank you very much. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye. Stick around for another helping from Amy's Table on Q102. Q! It's Amy's Table with Amy Tolman. Yeah. Q102.